0: It's the Jack
1: and Kathy shit show, and
0: everything. Okay, Jack. That, that was, I dollar. think, I think it, yeah. Okay.
2: He's going to hyperventilate
1: and fall off the chair. I can't
0: (laughs) wait. All right, we're recording. All right, we're live.
1: Okay, we're live. I liked that little intro. Did you? I did.
0: Well. Key's not going to like it because Key's going to be, what the hell was that shit I have to edit? I don't think so. It's just one
2: big chunk and then the delete button typically is how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) I I could do that part for you. I will
0: tell you something funny. So our last podcast, which I know you listened to. Me? Yeah, was pretty intense, right? Did you feel that? Yeah, totally. Yeah, felt close it. Cause You didn't listen to it. So I said to Key one where we you were in the hospital, right? Right. Did you hear <laughs> did you hear me talking no, to? No, that Key? was the
1: second to last one.
0: No. Well the we, didn't, we didn't publish was the, the last the, one. The, the, um, the deep one. The deep end of the Yeah. One. Right. Well yeah. that's what I'm saying. Sam didn't listen to that.
1: Oh okay. Clearly.
0: Yeah. So I but I called Key. This is what's funny. Did you hear me talking to Key about this? I don't think so. I said, Hey, sorry it was a little bit longer. Normally we sit at, you know, try to say at 30, 35 minutes, two of us, and we went a little bit longer. We were at forty five and I hope it wasn't too deep of a conversation. And he goes,
1: mm-hmm.
0: no, it was good. <laughs> and I went, you, you didn't listen to it, did you? And she goes, I just checked your levels and everything was like really good. So I just kind of ran with it and took a chance. <laughs> and I'm like, great. So I don't even know if you're listening to any of these.
1: Probably The only one that listens to it is Definitely Alex. Not. And what is
0: Alex, Sam? Your favorite. There we go. Oh, can you say That's that again? That's a good
1: segue though? to introduce our guest.
0: Uh, can you say that again? You? Your favorite. There we go. That was perfect. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So go ahead. Introduce yourself. Who's our guest today, Kath?
1: He looks vaguely familiar.
0: He does. Yes,
1: to the man on my left. For anybody yeah. watching, hello, everybody. Sam Honar. Hello. You are the youngest of the Honar children. I am. And why? Why are you doing this today? <laughs>
2: um, because <laughs> you were bored. Yeah, no, I mean, both my siblings got to do it, and there both my is. siblings were asked to do it, and so I kind of was just like, why, why have you was asked not me yet? asked to
1: do it, Key. She was forced to do it. She was okay, forced for so to do it. Force well, because asked, she does I, I had
2: to. I had to be like, why won't you put me on?
1: <laughs> oh. Well, thank you for being here anyway.
2: We really
0: appreciate you being here. We had wanted you to be the first guest, but you were so busy with baseball and guitar. You can close that window on your computer now. You're right, right off the script. <laughs> uh, so where are we right now?
2: We're in, uh, I don't know what town we're in. Somewhere. Venice. We're in, Port, somewhere we're in Venice a...
0: actually, yeah. So we're taking a break from baseball because Sam's season kicked off for Iowa.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And they just uh, 2-0 now. Um, so we're down here in Florida watching the season kick off.
1: Yeah. Friday think...
0: night's game was unreal.
2: That was a good one. It
1: a yeah, that was, that was a good was one. Ridiculous. What was the final score? Six, Six to two. two. Six to two, and you played Indiana State. 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 Yes. And then today. You were at the game, right? And then today, oh, today was <laughs> yes. a, a school name I've never heard of, and they're from Connecticut. Maine. Connecticut. Oh, Connecticut. Connecticut. Okay. Yes. Cunapiek. They're D one though too, right? Yeah. Cunapiek.
0: Do you know a conference name? M A A C. I believe. Who else might be in it that I would know? Couldn't tell you. Maybe Central Connecticut. And you won okay. seven
1: one. Yes. And tomorrow, who do you play? Quinnipiac again. Oh, again? Yep. Oh, yeah.
0: okay. Yeah. So it's all in the schedule. All right. So I didn't realize Ohio State and Connecticut and some other big schools were down here. Yes. How come you guys didn't, you know, idea why you didn't play uh, that? It's
2: all just randomized, I think. It's random. Quinnipiac <clears throat> twice even?
0: I guess so. Okay. I don't all know. right. Yeah. So do you want to talk baseball or do you want to get into what we talked about earlier via text?
2: That's up to y'all. Uh, Sam was is on the drive. Podcast, I said, "What do you I'm want to talk about?" He goes, "It's
0: your podcast. I'm a guest. You should know what you're going to be asking." Yeah. I'm along for the ride. Yeah, he's just along for a ride. Where yeah. do you want to take me? All right, what do you want to talk about, Ken?
1: Well, I think that our two listeners need a little background if they don't have it put together you know, already. And yes, Alex. yes. For anybody that hasn't listened prior. That wouldn't have the context of uh um, we, we do average, believe and... it or not,
0: we do average 78 listeners now a podcast
1: No, shut the front door. I'm not kidding. You. No way. Nice. 78?
0: I'm not shitting you. Nice.
1: Perhaps those are the 10 phantom accounts that I opened up <laughs> to watch.
0: I created a few burners. <laughs> you, you created exactly. some burners. Thank you. I appreciate the stat help so no, i'm not kidding you
1: if if frank miller from um wichita do you know ever right, do you know, in, you know, you know that, when that's
0: me. do you know when the numbers picked up believe it or not was when, when we had what
1: when when we when had did pick up
0: when we had uh alex and hilo on no we had no hits from that at all mm. <laughs> they're being serious nothing moved at all so their friends don't listen when we had Terry on.
1: Ah, yeah.
0: Suddenly all, we had a ton of follows on Spotify. And then when we had Aaron on, we got a ton more. Yeah. So they've got a huge yeah. network. So I know your friends wouldn't listen to this shit at all. No. Not one. No. Not even the girls, you know? No. Do you want to speak of the girls, you know, then for a while? Let's talk about that.
2: <laughs> what would you like to know?
0: <laughs> what wouldn't you want to tell your mother? That's not not fair. That's (laughs) not fair. (laughs) That you could tell me on a podcast. That's my question. (laughs) Stuff I wouldn't tell my mother is stuff I wouldn't tell my father either. So you finish what you're gonna say. Well,
1: I was just gonna give a little background context that Jack and I have been dating for about 18 months now, right?
0: You say that every time, so it's been been almost twenty.
1: Okay. So almost twenty months. And Jack has three children. Sam is the youngest of Jack's three children. And you were the first child that I met when did you know that? we started dating.
2: Yes. Like I had Where did met we meet? What's that? Where did we meet? In
1: Downers Grove, Downers Grove Illinois. You had come That's in. We, um, yes. we, yep. You were only in exactly. for a day or something.
0: Yes. Like yeah. Uh, yes. What was that for? That was
1: Was it a car thing?
0: Maybe you're switching out cars or getting a car but you were only in for a little bit.
1: Yeah. It might have been a car. coming from Iowa. But it was summertime Iowa. for sure. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was before fall.
0: Season. Yes, exactly. I do remember this. I yep. don't know what mm-hmm. it was for though. I don't either.
1: Yeah, I don't either. By man, the way, can I stay sidetracked? Side Thanksgiving? No, No, because we were outside. Out. It was warm. It was warm, we're warm sitting out outside. We were it was beautifully outside. warm outside. Yeah. yeah.
0: What about, yeah. I, I got a really total change of topic, but I want to ask him while he's here. Okay. <clears throat> I got a ticket. Were you in town in February with the Toyota?
1: Honda. Honda or the Honda,
0: rather? Yeah, because I just got a ticket that said February 9th, The Honda with your license plate
2: on Alex's street. Yeah, that's the one from Christmas that I got. Then so why did it
0: re? But it said it was issued February 9th. Is it a reissue then?
2: It must have been reissued. Okay. Yeah.
0: Because I was like, fuck, he couldn't have been here. He was at practice. Yeah. So okay, so that's the one you got. I just have to pay that yes no this, it's okay this was no, 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 no. a good time to talk about it well no because it said fe- I swear to god because <laughs> I knew Italian. you had <laughs> <Good> read, <yeah. laughs> just rubbing that in no I knew you got the ticket but then it said date issued February 9th yeah I couldn't
2: so tell and- there's
0: no way he was in town so I thought maybe there was just someone like just fucking around But anyway. yeah February
2: 9th was last yeah. week right there's yeah. no
0: way you were in town no alright so go ahead so there you go now I have to pay a ticket yeah that's fine
1: so I guess, I don't know. I don't know what kind of questions. I mean, you and I are still getting to know each other, right? So, um, what is your, uh, what's it like to have your father dating? Period. Oh, Um, wow, that's really heavy, deep out of the pool shit. Why not?
2: What's it like to have my father dating?
1: Because I asked my kids, too. What it's like to
0: have their father dating? Or me (laughs) That I can't speak on (laughs) What's it like to have Jack dating? Their
1: parent dating You know And my son said It's cool Looks It seems like he respects you That was a big thing for him Mm -hmm. Was that When he met your dad He felt like He was very respectful And that was a biggie
2: Well that's a Yeah that's a big thing Whenever I meet Whoever my mother is dating too Yeah Yep
1: Mm -hmm.
0: By the way Just so you understand None of these questions Were asked of Alex. Or Sam Heilenbach. Certainly none were asked of Key, nor Mac and Sam who have been on the show. So this is a first.
2: Okay. Well I don't know. For me it's just I don't I don't see it as like with you guys, I don't see it as like dating. I feel like mm-hmm. you guys are in a pretty stable long term relationship. So it's kinda normal at this point. Um,
1: oh, that's nice. I don't know. Back
2: when back when my dad was first starting to date, it was a little funny. Yeah. Because he'd always just lie about where he was and would kind of like sneak (laughs) around. That's so true. He'd be be going on dates and stuff, be like, ah, I just got to go to Walmart real quick for something. And then he'd be gone (laughs) for two hours, come back with nothing that he said he was going to grab. And then,
1: you know, it's funny because I can reflect back to when I was a young person and thinking, oh God, my parents just don't get it. And to think that we ever pull the wool over our children's eyes is a is hilarious because you guys are incredibly instinctual you kind of witness all that's going on well
2: there were times when like when alex was living with you where you'd be like lying about where you were and for whatever reason i just believed whatever you were saying she'd be like i think dad's like been going on dates and i'd be like ah no way there's why would he lie about all that (laughs) and she's like no i'm telling you i'm telling you he's lying about where he is and i wasn't around enough to really know but I, i was for sure like no no way he'd be lying like that but it was just, it's just sneaking to protect
1: around. you guys. You know, it's so weird. It, well,
0: it was to protect them for yeah. sure. Yeah. And then I realized that that's not, I think it's weirder for you than it
2: is for us at I don't times. Know. I've I I've never been think... in here.
0: I've never, you know, the thing
2: I struggle with, and so does Kathy, we've not sat in your shoes. So Mm-mm. we don't have. I
0: know... think,
2: I think the only one who really, really had to adjust to stuff like that was Alex. It seemed like she struggled adjusting to you and mom each dating more than. Mean mm-hmm. Key had to. I never really talked much to Key about it though.
0: Yeah. Key I think I always say this, I think it I think it hit Key harder. I think excuse me, I think it hit Alex harder. I think it hit Key with a sense of uh, um well I kinda saw this and it hit you with a, almost like a thank God.
2: Yeah.
0: It felt that way at least. Like can a I, I go now? It was a relief for sure. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't make it easy though. I mean, it doesn't no. it, it's not like just because it might have seemed like, OK, I got it. I saw this trajectory it doesn't make it, you know, hard.
0: Doesn't make it hard. Or I doesn't mean, it, does, it, it, does, make it doesn't does make it hard still. Yeah. It's still hard. Yeah. <clears throat> I just know Sam's spot on that. That's what I would do. And then Al, I got to give her credit because I came home one day and she goes, so you were at Home Depot. I'm like, yeah, she goes, you bring something back. I'm like, no, they didn't have what I wanted. Their lumber sucks. Like I, which is what I say, right? Like how many times have I said to you, can you buy me a two by four and you're going to spend an hour trying to find it because their lumber sucks. Yeah. And so I said, their lumber sucks. Couldn't find what I wanted. She's like, lumber, what were you buying lumber for? I'm like, well, I'm thinking of making this. Are you? How about I come with you next time? And I went, sure. She goes, cause you seem to go every Sunday at around 10 o'clock to Home Depot and you don't find anything. <laughs> So the well, next, the I was, next. I Sunday, also
2: the snooper too. Like she, she call me and say she saw texts on your phone. She'd, right. She's she's the classic snoop, Yeah. So she she'll would, be looking around all over. But pages.
0: she was <laughs> snooping. She was snooping when she was seven years old for Christmas presents. Once right, she found out that there right, was no Santa, right? She would scour places. Oh low. no, she'd look under beds. Low. So we we actually hid things in my office.
1: Mm-hmm. When they were mm. little,
0: yeah. We but we found those too quick. Well, I think you found stuff. Well, so I mean,
2: it used to be under the staircase, and yeah. Alex used to love looking under there around December twentieth. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and then she'd find something, and Mom would have to be like, "No, those are for other people. Those aren't for you guys." I'm
0: sure. Oh, that's right by the bar. That's yeah, so I forgot. Funny. That store, that's right. We used to store stuff there. And then, <clears throat> so this one day, Alex goes. And one year
2: it was under the bench in the kitchen too.
0: Oh, the height event. The yeah, that was another one. Yeah. So Alex one day says, where are you going, Home Depot? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to Home Depot, and I'm going to stop at Target. So I ended up going to Home Depot.
1: <laughs> Does it, was that code for you had two back-to-back dates?
0: No. You had the
1: Home Depot no. date and then the it, Target I, date.
0: I thought it was brilliant, so let me explain why. The home de- I knew if I went to Home Depot, where it was and where Target was relative, I, so I then said, I really only have 30 minutes. <laughs> so I go to Home Depot... But I had gone the night before and bought something.
1: Oh and so I had my. it in the car. You were really mastering well, this whole I
0: swear to God I did this. So then but you're gonna love what Alex did. And so I go to Home Depot and I went to Target. So I did both things. So I went on a date for like thirty minutes and then went to Target. Yeah, and then came back. So I was like, "Da da da," because I knew that's about how much time it would take. And right away, I put the bags down. I don't even think. And she receipt. Told, she holds up the receipt. Receipts. She holds up both of them like this. <laughs> she just goes, "Really? Yesterday you went to Home Depot."
2: So, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Busting>. <laughs> Sam isn't there. Key's key was still in Colorado at the time at at Boulder yeah. UFC, and so I just sat down with her and I went, "What do you want from me?" And she mm-hmm. goes, I just want honesty. And I went, well, mm-hmm. I'm comfortable telling you because, because I want, I went, what do you want to know? And she goes, I don't want to know salacious details. I just want to know every date you're going on. I'd like you to come home and tell me how it was. So I don't know if that's a gender thing. And I'm, I'm please, I'm not trying to go down some, I uh, right? but I don't know if that's a girl thing. I don't know if that's a daughter thing, right? Because I couldn't be. see you it asking any of that, nor key. However, when I did say to Key and I said to you, do you want to know when I'm going on dates? All three of them went, yeah, why don't you want you to tell us?
1: Yeah.
2: It makes it weirder when you don't when you don't say anything. It's just weird. Yeah. So yeah. I learned that. Because then it feels like there's, you're sneaking around yeah, for right, more get, than just like. I didn't see
0: it that way. I saw it as I just wanted to keep you guys.
1: Well, but sometimes <laughs> what happens, I mean, I didn't tell my kids. My kids didn't live close to me when I went on these dating apps and. Until somebody is worthy of sharing, you. I, well, I never told too. them like like yeah, the agree. dates that weren't worthy of sharing with you guys. I just didn't speak of it. Like, why waste the energy? That was thirty minutes. I'll never get back. Moving on. You know, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right. Good question.
2: I think I think oh, with mom, that, I ask more of the details like that. Like Alex was. I think yeah. you're a little bit more
1: protective? protective of
0: mom for sure. Yeah. Not that I need protecting. That's not what I mean. I think you are. I know you would tell me stories about how you were grilling guys. Well, yeah, not in the worst way, but no, like, in a very, I I didn't think in a worse way. I thought you did it in a way that I would expect you to behave. So I think that's
2: what you were looking for. So yeah. yeah. I
1: think that's awesome. I that's think that fair. shows, yeah, because you care. You know,
2: I think my mom gets sick of it here and there, but <laughs> I think I think she also appreciates it too. I do. I, I think like she, to believe so. I think she on does. on some level
0: for sure. I think she does. Yeah.
1: Because I did like it when my son, Sam, um, said, he seems like he respects you, so go be happy, Mom. But he did say it's weird when he comes home for the holidays to try to figure out where he's going to be, when, and with whom, and where is his dad, and trying to make us both happy. Well,
0: do you feel that, too?
2: Not really. Everyone kind of coordinates things around me, and I just kind of... Ask what's up. The well, I, and you. I'm really
0: comfortable so I'm not celebrating that. a holiday at all unless you guys wanted that. Like the only thing I felt important was particularly with, with Grandpa being sick and then this being Grandma's first Christmas without him. Right. I just wanted to be around her and Auntie Laura and everybody. Whether or not you guys could make it, I'd like you to be there, but I felt if that's not something you can do, I don't want to push it. So, cause there's other days, like it doesn't have to be, for example, the 25th. Well, or the there 24th. isn't, there
1: isn't. So it depends on people's <clears throat> jobs and spring breaks and things like maybe that.
0: No, I know. The but, holidays but for are me, typically the window. Well, I know. But for me, if I saw the, oh, you mean having everyone together?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: So. All right. Your question. I don't have one. Come okay. on. Pass. All
1: right. I want to ask. Do you have another one? Yes. So <laughs> Shit, I, 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 I would like the, to ask way, wait, wait, about wait. what you're studying at school. You are studying psychi- psychology.
2: That's correct. Yes. Yes.
1: What made you interest? What made you choose that?
2: Um. Nothing really. Um, really. I wanted to be a baseball coach. Was like my career choice out of mm-hmm. high school, and mm-hmm. I figured I didn't really want to go into any kinesiology stuff like that. Yeah. And. Yeah, just with stuff that interests me. I took an AP psych class my senior year, and I really liked it. And so I kind of cool. just stuck with that and figured once I got to college, I'd just kind of stick with it. I didn't have anything else I wanted to study or go yeah. into. Huh.
1: Is there a sports psychology direction that can be gone is, then? Yeah. Okay. Does that have interest for you? Potentially. Yeah.
2: That um, seems like
1: it would still marry with your dream of coaching.
2: Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Um, yeah. That'd be okay. a decision I'd have to make for grad school or stuff like mm-hmm. that. Though. Do you think you mm-hmm. still want to go into coaching? Maybe. Maybe. I'm not sure.
0: Is that shifting a little bit? And that's not two questions. It's all in the same line. <laughs> um,
2: I, I don't know. It's shifting for sure. Just because yep. I don't really know what I want to do, but I don't know for sure if I want to coach or if I don't. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's all just kind of up in the air right now. Don't really know what I want to do after. Hey, life
1: is up in the air. Our lives are up in the air. We're basically 57 years old and still under development.
2: I
0: think mine's as straightforward as possible.
1: Is it now? Okay. So
0: your sister asked a question on our end of the year podcast, because we put it out to everyone to ask a question. Okay. And her question was, if money was no object... What would you do for a living? And I answered, I'm for doing a it right. a living? Or what, yeah, would you what, you what would you be period. doing, period?
1: Well, no, it's it more, was,
0: well, I think, I can't remember now. I think she well, asked, what would you Well, I think do? they're
1: the same, because if you're not doing a job for money, because money isn't an issue, that means you're probably doing whatever your heart desires, right? So if you want right. to go um, basket weaving for the rest of your life, that can be what you do. Yeah, so I, do, she didn't so. like my answer. Yeah. What was
0: your answer? Uh, my answer was what I'm doing right now, because I like working on furniture and I like
1: fixing up um, the house. I like
0: fixing up houses. I mean, I'm just not doing it with the regularity. I'd like to do it because it's just money for right now. But I'm still doing it. So that's what, my question. What didn't you... she like about that answer? Because she didn't believe it. She's like, come on. Wouldn't you rather like be a rock star? or Wouldn't you rather be like tending to llamas in the, the Himalayas? <laughs> Seriously, she thought, isn't there something bigger you'd like to do? And in fact, that very week I saw a TikTok of this woman who owns a dog walking company in Alaska. And she picks the dogs up, unleashed. I'll send you this TikTok, it's fucking unreal. It's
1: really adorable. She drives
0: around from house to house, the dogs leave the house, jump up in the bus, they have an assigned seat, all the other dogs wag their tail, the dog jumps on the seat, they leash it in, she goes from house to house, then she gets to a destination, Unleashes them. They all run off the bus. They play around for a while. She goes, Come on back on the bus. They all go to their assigned seats. Mm-hmm. So I send it to Alex and go, Oh my God, how much fun is this? And she goes, See, that's what you'd rather be doing. And I went, No, I think it's cool, but it I wouldn't looks want cool, to. cool, yeah, but it's not your thing to no. do. Um,
1: like, like a couple of days of that would be nice. <laughs> so
2: well, that'd be
0: fun. But I mean, that's <laughs> sick of <the laughs> I, After a while, they're like, Oh, these fucking dogs. And, you know, some of them are not coming back. Don't fool yourself. That's a TikTok moment. There's some dogs that aren't coming back right,
1: to right. Yeah. Two of the dogs so what, got in a what fight. would you do what would I do
0: I know it's early in your life but what would you do if you could play music you would
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: that's really taken over for you hasn't it
2: live music especially yeah I still I mean I like writing music it's just yeah. not as fun but recording and playing live was is probably what I'd did you really do. get Jones like what what so last
0: year I got you the guitar at uh,
1: but you had played before, right? Yeah. Sam, yeah. was, was you ready for this
0: one? You're going to... This is true-ass story, and, and the kids know I feel this way about them. I would rather they play music than play sports, though I love that they play sports. You've always said that to me. See? You've always said it because... It doesn't end. It doesn't, doesn't end. Like, the sad thing, like, I, I still feel Alex's last volleyball game. Like, I didn't cry. I know Anna was balling, and Alex was balling, and I had said to her when she was a freshman, this is going to end, this is gonna, you know, so dive in, and you got four years, and then it's over, and that book is closed, right, you can still coach, but you're never going to be able to play like this again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I know I've said the same thing to you, and Key and I talked that way about rowing, but when Sam was nine, because Key took to music right away, Sam took to it kind of um, as an adjunct to seeing Key play. and. Got Sam that Epiphone, right?
2: Or no, no. the, first, the, first, the first guitar I had was a Fender it's, Junior Starcaster. It was a Stratocaster model. Yeah, but it, was, but it was a smaller one too, right? I don't think it was that much smaller. Okay. I think it was just a cheaper, Rip-off. really early beginner version. But it was a Fender. Yeah. Was so a, at
0: nine years old in their grammar school, and I in fact used a melody... Of a song that he wrote for one of my own songs. Really? Nine years old. He does a talent show at the school, where everyone's. Oh, I didn't know
1: that. That's cool. And
0: he wrote an original. I think
2: I was a little older than nine. Ten. It was third grade.
1: Oh no, that's. Third uh, grade is nine years
2: old. First ten grade years is old like is five, fifth grade.
1: Six. Ten years. You're six, younger seven. than you think. 7, It eight. was 3rd and
2: 4th grade. I, don't I think it right? was or 7 nine. or 8. Or maybe it was 4th or 5th grade.
0: 5th grade is usually 10 years old. 8 or 9. Uh, well, it was 4th and 5th grade. Yeah. That's what I'm okay. saying. Okay. Yeah. So he, had, and we didn't practice too much. I think you were like, I've got an idea of what I want to do. And then he gets, i got to find the video. He gets up there and, um, that's right. He had written an original song.
1: That's so cool. And
0: now, I uh, I don't remember what it was called now. Do you? It's called Finally Made It Was it finally made it? Yeah. And it was literally off the charts. I'm not kidding. I'm not just saying it because my kid. It was so good. And at that moment, I think I even said to you, dude, I know you love baseball, but holy shit, you could be a songwriter. You could sing. And then instead of playing guitar in school like he did, he takes up the upright bass upright bass oh. so we're yeah. lugging around this huge fucking bass yes. in our minivan my sam
1: did that for for a couple minutes but he cranks it
0: yeah like crushes it and then baseball took over so i've always felt so you really so can i ask you a question because i got you the guitar like around the what series you were playing no because it was just me in town for that week it was the fall oh it was, was the it was the first
2: fall game i had last year
0: and so i just came out for a fall game yeah I was, so I was date I was dating you then. Do, I, do
1: you remember that yep. this? You do. Yep. When you when you had your first performance in no, Iowa. No, no, no. Maybe? no, no, no. Oh, when this I first was, got the
2: guitar. Yeah, oh. a year before. Do you know why oh. I got it for you? I just remember I was constantly talking about how much fun I was having because Ben Tallman had brought his guitar and I forgot how much I liked playing guitar and so we yeah. were just playing guitar a lot. And
0: yeah. I I felt you talking about how baseball was starting to wear on you and baseball was feeling heavy and all this other kind of stuff and. And I'm like, i got to get him a fucking guitar. And then the funniest part about it is I I truly drove to, like, bigger guitar places. They didn't have shit, or they were really, really expensive. And my fear was, I'm going to get you, like, a $400 guitar, and then you know, like, Dad, I don't like it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I have to admit, I, were you excited when you got it, at least? Were you, yeah. Okay.
2: I pl- I mean, I only played for, like, 20 minutes at a time, because my fingers would start to hurt too. Yeah, really yeah, at yeah. First, but, yeah. no, I played that, like, every day throughout the fall, and then... Didn't play it too much when I was sick and during the baseball season, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I played a lot after that. So yeah. how
0: did you get that gig then with you And how Dallas? did you, des- like, how did
2: you, you a,
1: decide to go get the gig? Like it was what? on a like, whim. So, it was on a whim.
2: Yeah, I was... So me and Andy when we were both rehabbing from injuries over the summer, we'd go see Dallas play every Tuesday oh, sorry, night. He hurt oh, his hamster. Yeah. yeah, like, we weren't really going out on weekends, but, like, Tuesday nights for three or four weeks, we had, would just go and watch Dallas play because we really enjoyed his music. We had met him a few times, so we knew him pretty yeah. decently well. Yeah. And um, one night after the show, I actually have an awesome video of it. We were just, like... We've been drinking a bit, but we just walked back to Andy's place and we had both played, we were playing music, jamming together before we went to the show. And then we went back and, like, just middle of the night, like, sat on the bed of his pickup truck, just went back and forth playing songs. The three of you? No, no, me and Andy. Oh, you and, yeah. oh, you and Andy. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, yeah, and sorry. Okay. Dallas was still playing when we had left. Got and then it. the week after that, we went again and we had been playing, me and Andy had been playing together. So we're kind of, like, both hyping each other up, like, dude, like, ask him if you can go play a song. So. Me and Andy are among like ten, fifteen people at the bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the middle of the summer Tuesday night. Like nobody's in a college town. It was pretty empty, but it was Dallas's thing. But we, uh, <clears throat> so Andy like between songs calls us and she's like, "Hey, can I can I come play a song?" And Dallas brings him up stage, hands him the guitar. Andy Andy was only playing guitar, wasn't singing.
0: Yeah.
2: And so Andy plays. Sorry about it's that. Right, right. Andy, I think it was like "Ocean Eyes" by Billie Eilish. Um, mm-hmm. that Andy learned on guitar and Dallas sang it and so then Andy gets off and he's like dude your turn you gotta come up That's and, awesome. so and they was, were
0: all cool with this
2: yeah I mean none of the managers were really there like at LRA's most of the time it's kind of they just if they know you're gonna have a decent job they'll just kind of throw you up there and let you do your thing Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Andy's like come on Hodge, your turn and so we asked Dallas and he's like yeah come on up so he hands me his guitar and I He's like, "What song do you want to play?" I was like, "Easiest one to know. Let's do Wagon Wheel." Yeah. Oh and yeah. So, so I start playing it, and as I'm playing it, he's like, "You want me to sing?" And I was like, oh, "I'll sing." It came, <laughs> it was really that spontaneous of an event. Yeah, and so then that's awesome. So then, yeah, I sing Wagon Wheel, and Andy gets a video. And I'm looking at it, I was like, oh shit, I don't I don't sound that bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, me and Andy had talked about it after we were like, dude, like what if we could like start trying to play music at some of these bars? Yeah. It's a better way to spend our fall than drinking every weekend. We're getting yeah. paid we'd get paid and all that stuff. Yeah. So
1: talk about a part time job making some cash that you love.
2: So we were just like, yeah, we were just, we'd be shooting the shit, talking mm-hmm. about like, wouldn't it be cool if? Because we had Andy had a buddy who would play at liner here and there. Yeah. So he knew it was possible. And so, I go to play summer ball. Andy goes to play summer ball after we're both done rehabbing. And then I spend 10 days in summer ball, and then I'm hurt, and I come back. My first day back, I get my little injection thing where they, that I had my torn calf where they did the PRP and whatnot, I was in the boot. Your calf, I forgot about that, yeah. And Dallas hadn't played at L-Rays in about two or three weeks, and then he posts on his Instagram story, like, hey, I'm going to be back at L-Rays Tuesday night, 10 to whenever. So just... On a whim. I was bored, sitting around strumming the guitar. I was like... And this was Sunday night. I go, hey, any chance you want an opener? Come and on. he just goes, hell yeah, that'd be sick. Let's do it. And so then... Was spent, that the night I drove out? Yeah. So yeah. then I spent okay. that night... Scrambling, drove everywhere looking for a sound hole pickup because the guitar I had didn't have electronics. <laughs> I remember that.
0: I remember you asking me about that.
2: And so I, yeah, I drive. I
1: have no idea what that is. Well, the guitar, or what that means. the guitar I bought sound Sam hole, sound sound hole. So the guitar
0: pickup? I bought Sam was really bare bones because I figured it was decent, but it was bare yeah, bones. Yeah, it was and
1: I, starter guitar. Well, right. it's, but it's a one of those things where I want to make guitar. sure he
0: liked it because yeah. when you get a better guitar, it feels like butter in your hands when you play. But it doesn't have any way to pick up amplified sound, mm-hmm. so you either have to set up a microphone right for the sound holes, that round thing yep. where strings are. So he calls me and he's like, "Hey, what kind of pickup should I get? Because you were looking at the the Impreso or Perezo or something like that. I forget what it's
2: called. No, it was a uh, it was a Dunlop, I think. Maybe. No, it was a Dean Markley. That's it. That's it. Just a little sound hole." pickup that you clip in
0: you clip inside there and then the wire runs around you can plug that into yeah a bus. got it got
1: and it so,
2: okay yeah spend sunday night did you have to go up to song, i drove half cedar to cedar rapids <laughs> grab it drive back and then all of monday i was just learning i he gave me 30 minutes to play and i had maybe two songs i knew so i had to learn 30 minutes worth of music um, and then, so it wasn't just can I open for you three songs it's now you gotta put a set together well he asked how long I wanted and he said Get do you want, out do you want an hour do you want half an hour I was like let's just start with half an hour <laughs> And then, yeah, so I played with him and it was, it was really cool because like we, I had told a handful of my teammates that were in town and they all brought a bunch of their friends. So some, you some of my teammates were, yeah. Oh yeah. no, it was, I, I wouldn't say it was packed. It was probably, it was busier it was than usual 25, because, because, yeah, 25, because you 30 made people. the effort, yeah.
1: you made the phone call. Yeah, but so uh, most, of, most of the
2: credit I'll give was to a handful of my teammates who brought yeah. their girlfriends and all yeah. their girlfriends' Love friends. It. They packed it. It was Love awesome. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I just kept asking Dallas like, "Hey, do you want me to come every week and do it?" And he's like, "Hell yeah!" And then finally, I started texting the manager, L. Reyes, who like solidified me for an hour before him every Tuesday. And then
0: and how cool is Dallas to not have an ego, right? You know what I mean? To not feel like oh shit, to not yeah. feel
1: threatened. Like oh man, <clears throat> that's you the might one be thing. The headliner, and I'll be the.
0: Do you know? you know what's funny? Um, I've never played sports at the level my kids did. I certainly play a lot of music at a high level. And I will tell you, I've never, ever, ever run into competition in music. Ever. We have we we played gigs and someone would come up to us and, and say, you guys are awesome. We're playing this other night. Do you want to join us on stage? Mm-hmm. We never worried about that. And so we met this one guy. I'm trying to blank on his name right now, but he opened for us. And we said, hey, let's play more shows together. And then he came up and played with us during the night. I've just, I never found that kind of, uh, like trying to beat someone out vibe.
1: Yeah. I don't
2: know if you've sensed the difference
0: there or am I just making more of it?
2: No, I felt that way for sure, especially with Dallas when I first started. Um, but then, yeah, me and Andy kind of got screwed over by doing that same type of thing.
1: Yeah. Well, at, that, uh, I
2: don't think that's
0: the artist, though, messing with you. That's a management. No, that's that, management was, yeah, that, was
2: not, that was right. not our fault that's at That's what all. I'm
0: saying. If anything, that woman that you played with Was phenomenal for let me fix that. Was phenomenal for saying, "Hey, come on up." Sorry about what happened. You know, that's what I'm getting at. I don't know if, I mean, you play at a super high level of baseball. Do you feel there's, you know, internal battling for stuff, or is it is it different than music? Because that's what I always sense.
2: I mean, it's more competitive when you're talking about opponents and stuff like that. But it's still nobody's really like like the handful of guys on a team who are super competitive with guys with within the team for roles and starting yeah. spots are the guys that nobody likes. Oh, guys.
1: <laughs> like yeah,
2: you you can know in your head like okay, I like especially if they're if you're playing a position that's got a battle for who's going to be starting, who's going to be getting all the playing time. Yeah, sure. Like yeah. you know in your head and you know you have to outperform them if you want to play, but at the mm-hmm. same time you're not going to outwardly Wish bad things for them. Right. And you're yeah. not going to try to compete against them. You're just trying to do the best that you can. And most of our guys, most of the guys on the team get this. And that's why I think more than other years, like we're going to be a good team is because most of yeah, the guys one know. Like, one another, yeah. Yeah. And even if, even if you're upset about not playing or stuff like that and you know, like, oh, well, he's outplaying me right now. That's why I'm not playing. Like yeah. you can know all that stuff. But to talk about it with anything other than like, hey, we're winning or yeah. stuff mm-hmm. like that will just mm-hmm. get you alienated from the team really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it becomes about you. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, when you start talking about personal playing time more than you talk about...
1: Yeah, the team. The yeah. team
2: dynamics yeah. and how you're feeling after a win. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, Yeah, it, it becomes more about you and then that's how you get make it. people think that you are just mm-hmm. childish almost. It's immature. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'd
2: say in high school there there's more of that. But that's why, no doubt. that's why a lot of high schoolers don't go on to play in college. Yeah, in yeah, high yeah. Levels. yeah. Mm-hmm. So music is huge. That's what you would do, full circle. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you said something that was interesting. You like playing live,
2: but you don't like songwriting. I struggle with songwriting. I don't, I wouldn't say okay. I don't like it. I, I love the feeling of when I write a good song and I'm like, I really liked that song, which has happened twice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maybe three times after he convinced me to like the one song that she really likes same what i liked yeah because um, yeah. after we recorded it i listened to it, i was like she, was, she was right yeah. yeah um so i like that feeling it's just i don't it hasn't come to me naturally yet or it doesn't come easy to me
1: yeah
2: um or at least compared to like other things that i've worked hard at before yeah um so it's still more of a struggle. Um,
1: I have never been a songwriter, but I would imagine just like how you train the other muscles for things like your songwriting muscle will start to come together, too.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The the hardest part for me is just like deciding like, all right, I'm just going to I'm going to try. I'm going to take half an hour and really try to write this. So, you know, I like Seth Godin. I
0: talk about him often. Yes. sent you stuff. He has his blog post I'll send you it says there's no such thing as writer's block. And he talks about it all the time that there's no such thing as writer's block. When people say I can't write, I can't get in a flow, he's like, there's no such thing as writer's block. And he believes you just sit down and write. And some days you think it's easier and it's flowing and then you look back at what you produced and it's not great. Right. Mm-hmm. And then there's other other days where you're writing and it's like you're not you're just struggling to find that rhythm. And then you go back and look at it and you go, Well wow, that was really good. And his mm-hmm. whole point is believe it or not, his whole point is to sit down and write. Whatever it is just do it. And the more you do it, it's not about having flow or being easy. It's that your product will just get better. Your skill will get better. The yeah. more you sit down and write a song and write another song, write another song, or write a book, or whatever the hell you're doing, you'll just well, naturally get better.
2: John Mayer talks about that, too. He said writer's block isn't real. It's just that internal voice in your head that says, every time you think of a line that says, no, it's not good. No, it's not good. That's no, right. That's not it. He said, "Just spit it out. Like, just get it out. Because the more you do that, the more you'll have more thoughts coming that are good, and you'll find more stuff at stake."
0: Here's another thing to think about, like what? So, the best thing I could recommend is to hang out with other musicians and to listen to a variety of songs, and then study them. I mean, I really mean it. Like, you go, they, you know, they hung on this uh, one note for a long time, right? Or they had a bridge that was structured this way. So, there's something to that. But then I felt just by getting with other musicians and having them say, I hear this and being open to that, to really have, to listen to what they're suggesting and go, oh, that's a kind of cool move. Like he did that for me, certainly going into the studio. That's why I told you when we were talking last night at dinner, I want to get you in the studio with Mike and the drummer and the bass player, because they're really good at listening to a song and saying, what if we just transitioned here? What if we... Did a walk up from E to F sharp minor to G, right? And you go, fuck, I didn't even hear that. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's getting with other musicians too that will help train you, but I I love your songs. And that one you played uh, that Key
2: likes also, how come you didn't like that one? What was it? What was it about it you didn't like? It didn't have a chorus in my mind. Like, I just. Oh. I, I didn't really love the melody I had with it. Mm hmm. Um. And I don't know the way I like played it. it just I didn't love the way it sounded. Um, How come Key liked it? Uh, just, she thought it was a really good story. She thought it was the best like lyrical writing.
0: Yeah, I thought your your lyrics are great. And, and I I don't know if you feel that way about your music. Your lyrics are great. Your storytelling is awesome is it settling into what the music should sound like with
2: it? Is that where you feel? That's what I struggle with for sure, but I I think the biggest thing I struggle with is lyrics. Are you kidding me? Well, I, like you you say like I have like three lyrical songs that you really like. Like I feel like those are three examples of like 400 of me trying to write lyrics and I just can't figure out where I'm going to go with it. So uh,
0: question then, unless you don't want to keep going on his path. Do you ever oh, hear man. of Rico Kasich? Who? Rico Kasich. No. From okay. the
1: cars. Do
0: you ever hear of, uh, my best friend's girl, she used yeah. to
1: be mine, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, So I watched an interview with him on TikTok, embarrassingly, <laughs> yes. and they asked him, was that based upon heartbreak? And he goes, no, no. And he said, so you didn't have a best friend take your girlfriend? And he goes, no. And he went. Where'd you come up with the song? And he goes, I just figured some dude had to have some guy who's best was his best friend steal his girlfriend from him. So I wrote a whole song about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So when you're thinking of writing, are you are you connecting to something you're experiencing, or are you, uh, or are you just coming up with a story?
2: Like where uh, are you? Le- what do you lean? I find most? it really hard to just come up with a story. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I every song I've ever written that I like the lyrics of and feel as a decent song something you felt is based on true events and real okay. stuff that okay maybe just maybe an exaggerated format of it um to put the emotionality into the lyrics okay. um but it's it's based on something i felt something real
0: so it's more of a challenge for you to just go i'm going to make something up
2: yeah and okay. i've tried and i've had like i've had a little bit of success sometimes where i just try and make something up but the best lyrics i write are Based on, like, the best lyrical song I've ever written is something, is a song that I haven't, or in my opinion, the best lyrical song, is a song I haven't even actually finished writing as a song. Just, I have the lyrics for it. Okay. And that's, like, a really true story. Okay. About, like, leaving SIU and going to Heartland. Okay. Is kind of what the song's about. Okay. And if you heard it, you'd know right away. Okay. The song's called Back to Normal. Mm. oh normal illinois uh, exactly i like yeah. that i picked that um, oh i
0: heard that one no you played a little was, clip of it on TikTok. yes, yes you exactly. did and i said i love that that's song. the one
2: with the verse in three four and the chorus in four four that yes, I, haven't really and I didn't out. hear
0: the rest of it i even said to you i wrote you yeah because there's
2: not much of a rest of it there's i said where's the
0: rest of the song where's the lyrics
2: yeah there's a verse and a half
0: okay i did not know it was about now that you do that play on words that's phenomenal
2: yeah um so, yeah, I feel like it's always easier to write from real lived experiences. Yeah. In my opinion, I haven't tried too much diving into like, creating stories without having my own experience in it. Yeah. You know what? If I can make a
0: suggestion, just try it because then it might make the writing about your own experience easier or different. It might move it a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, I will tell you, you're making me think of a funny story because there's a song I just posted – that Kathy sang with me. I don't know if you pay attention to songs on the staircase ever. Oh, you said one of your buddies listened to it, or I think is there one of your friends actually liked it on TikTok. Andy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So there's a so prior to meeting Kathy, when I was dating and your sister Alex was living with me. This is really kind of funny. I would write a song and Alex would hear it and she'd go. So you're breaking up with that girl you're going out with. <laughs> and I go, she what? every
1: song she was knew. a real... Well, no. Both songs. I'm like, is truth. it that
0: obvious? She goes, oh, yeah. And if I was her, I would not want to know about this in a song. Don't post it. And so I went, no, oh, she's not going to figure it out. And so I posted one song, got a call instantly with, Is are you trying to tell me something? I went, oh, man. So anyway, I wrote this song about a guy who just feels his girlfriend's cheating on him. And it just, it was an idea that came to mind. Uh-huh. And it, was just, it, and it, it goes, uh, I, you know, I just got one question to ask you. It's been on my mind. And it's this whole story, this descriptive story, about he sees her looking at other people and she's smiling back. And he's like, come on. Right. And the one question is essentially, who are you? Right. And, uh, and so I get done writing the song. Kathy loves it. We're singing it together. <laughs> and you made me. You I call Alex, I call Alex. I'm like, th- we're not splitting up. This is not it's just a song that came to mind. Yeah. It's interesting. My best songs, the ones I like the most, like Angeline, that's just made up.
2: Um, There's There was no real Angeline. No. Uh, my my best <laughs> She's songs. She's also known
1: as Home Depot.
2: <laughs> right. Exactly.
1: Sunday Home no, Depot I, run.
2: It's
0: funny because when I write about what I'm feeling, it almost comes out like, uh, it almost comes out like this. You're a bitch and I fucking hate you. <laughs> I can't send you right now. Like that's what I feel. But when I wrote you like Angeline and a few others, that's all. Yeah. That's all made up. That's just me being a dude. That's like I don't care about chicks.
2: See, I feel like the songs I write about my own experiences, like, tend to come off of like a little too depressing because they're like they're, Sounds exag- like they're country- exaggerating. They're Sounds like country, country though, music. <laughs> I guess yeah. Because they're, they're exaggerated versions of what I'm feeling for the like emotional effect. And so,
0: but if that's what works for you, you know, Rob Thomas from uh, Matchbox 20, you ought to watch some interviews with him because someone asked him why majority of his songs are sad songs, right? Does he have something in life that's not going well? And he's, he's got a wonderful wife, a beautiful family, like everything's great for him. And he goes, I know, I don't know why I do it. I don't know why I write all these depressing songs, but like that's what I'm feeling.
2: Like, it's a it's a real easy, or not easy, but it's a powerful emotion that's that's common. That's that's yeah. why I feel it's easiest to write like I that. Imagine
1: it's easy to tap into as yeah. well.
2: I have a very Even hard time writing happy songs. It. Yeah, like, I feel like the only happy song I've ever written. I feel like the lyrics are just shit.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I guess. I'd like to hear it. I don't know that you've performed I recorded
2: a demo with Key.
0: Mm. Is that one? I don't think you didn't send me that one because I think you only sent me the ones that you knew I'd heard before. You sent it
2: to me. The demo isn't finished, so I don't have it. Um, But that's like as stereotypical, common, of like a well, country song.
0: I totally get (laughs) it. And so I can also offer this to you that because your voice is really good... And you've got a good energy that I would argue that some of the best fun songs have the dumbest fucking lyrics. Like, -hmm. if you really think, like, Love Shack? Well, Mm -hmm. Love Shack is a tiny little place where we can get to. That's the chorus. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's nothing...
2: I cannot forget from where it is that I come from. Well, right. John Mellencamp.
0: (laughs) Which is just awful English. So, but I mean... If, if I can, again, just thinking through this side of stuff. Because I feel that. I, can, I feel how... Like, it's funny. Whenever you see bands that are really good, cover bands. So I've been to some incredibly good cover bands in Chicago. And then they'll say, Well, we want to show you the original that we wrote. And it's always a fucking ballad. It's always something depressing. Because I think most people have a hard time hmm. writing energy. And so I would say if there's like a riff that you fucking love... All you got to do is just sing like baseball in Iowa. Uh-huh, uh-huh, and everyone's going to be cheering you one day. I'm serious. I think happier, upbeat songs lend themselves to that more. So
1: I am not a musician nor a songwriter, but I imagine songs can be inspired by either the lyrics or like you just said, a a riff, like you hear something yeah. in your head. Yeah. Fair? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I just, I mean, I have to admit... One of the coolest things you said last night when we were talking about, you know, you you have to be grateful for what the school did for you to give you some money and stuff like that. That's okay to talk about. Nobody really
2: knows, but nobody's going to listen to this Okay, my team.
0: So, So, um, but what I, what I was really excited about is how you said you want to get in the studio because I, Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that if you think you have energy for writing now, when you get in the studio and you get with, because you know how good key is on the guitar. Yeah. When, when you get with drummers, that in five seconds just listen to the uh, the vibe of your song and suggest some things, man. It's it's fucking unreal. So to that end, have you ever thought about trying to put a band together in Iowa? Or I mean, now's not a good time.
2: I mean, not really. I've tried. I've thought about it. I don't know enough musicians. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, you know, Andy's Andy's a solid guitar player to have with me, but he's not a lead guitarist. Right. Um, there's this. There's a band that plays at, Liner and El Rey sometimes with a bunch of frat guys, and they got a really good lead guitarist and a drummer, but they already have a singer who they're in a frat with, and they're boys. So it's not like I can just hit them up and be yeah. like, Hey, you two leave with me. Well, you could. I could, but Yeah, I mean I don't they know they don't if they don't feel they comfortable doing it, you don't have to. I mean Well I don't know if they would, because 'cause they're all They're tight, yeah. They're know? all yeah, they're all Frat Brothers, they're all Well together. you could
0: you know, you could also ask them to hey, could you just do three of my covers one night at El rays and they may get a Jones out of that. Not covers rather originals.
2: Yeah. So Well Yeah, but I don't other than that I don't know enough musicians who are really do you do you want to try to find some guys like and say, hey, I'm trying to put a band together? I don't know. I kind of like doing my own thing. It'd okay. be nice to have like for like on stage stuff, having people with me. But for the most part, do you I don't want.
0: Do you want one of those uh... loopers? No, no, no. OK, that's too much shit.
2: Yeah, it's too much. I'm just like a guitar and I'm like.
0: So do you think you're going to change your feeling when you start playing with a real bit like a full band? Do you think you'd
2: feel differently? Or you don't know. It's hard to say. What do you mean?
0: Well, you said you like doing your own thing.
2: Well, just for now, because okay. I don't have people that I create music with and stuff like that. Like, if yeah. I have people that I rehearse with, and, and yeah, obviously, I'd okay. much rather have guitarist lead rhythm, and a drummer behind me.
0: And, and bass. And, yeah, because
2: yeah. then it just makes everything easier, and then all you have to do is bake strum and sing or i mean I, that's why i love playing with andy too is because i'm there's a lot of songs that i struggle to play and sing at the same yeah, time yeah that's yeah I that's get practice time, nailed, but i get it he nails the guitar part so yeah. i can just hold my guitar and act like i'm playing or sometimes i'll even like put it over my shoulder yeah. and i'll just sing and it makes everything so much easier so. yeah
0: yeah yeah well you um, should i mean i hate being grandpa now
2: but i mean if i if i did start try to start a band i'd yeah i'd I don't know where I'd start. I'd definitely try to have Andy involved like if he would want to because well, I like playing music know, with him.
0: I think you know the formula that you can write all you want, but people are going to want to see original or excuse me covers
2: well for so, sure yeah. and that also
0: is a great way to that's a great way to get your chops up is to do live cover stuff because everyone know you know the songs and well yeah, um, for sure I'm just excited about you doing it, like I said, the coolest thing you said last night was. You want to get in the studio and record. Yeah. By the way, we went fifty minutes already.
2: Did you know that? And we haven't even covered more than Kathy's two questions. Two questions. (laughs) Well, I asked you questions about music, so you didn't ask anything of us. Well, I didn't have any questions of you. This is a relationship
0: podcast, so I figured you guys would come with more or less
1: Just thought maybe you would your viewers are
0: gonna be You thought maybe you'd want to know anything more about me or Kathy. Anything yeah. more about you or Cassie? Yeah, I mean, you know a lot about me, sort of.
1: Yeah. Um, hmm.
0: Go for it.
2: I don't. I don't really know. Is there anything you want to know? Not really, honestly. Okay. Most of what I know is a little more than I'd like to know, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't, I don't find myself like poking around for, I wonder what they're thinking about this.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's all Kathy. Um, Do you want to get the Gottman off my phone? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All your, right. So grab my phone. You can explain it to Sam. You explain it. I'll pull it up.
0: So on every episode, we did this the very first one. Okay. We ask a question of each other as a means to get to know one another. And there's this relationship couple called the Gottmans and they're amazing Mm -hmm. and so they they're
1: quite famous if you would google the Gottman's a ton of stuff they're a married, married couple and they both um study relationships as a career both
0: PhDs and they have been able to prove within six minutes 30 seconds whatever within, it
1: is within minutes they if they are observing a couple and how they, they talk can, to each they other can,
0: with it with 96 effectiveness
1: they can say whether that couple is going to stand the test of time or they're they're perhaps they just have to matched.
0: ask questions of them watch yeah. the responses within minutes they could say yeah. you guys aren't
2: going to make it really you're going to make it yeah and, and it's d- been uh, is that self-fulfilling prophecy though
1: no, no, but if you hear why, so what were some of the reasons why? Because um
0: they talk about things like bids for connection. So couples are successful when they respond to each other's bids for connection. What? So
1: no, I was ahead. going to elaborate on that. Does that make sense like bid for connection yes. like you know, your dad'll say, "Hey, you want to run to Home Depot with me?"
2: That's I, a bid I, for I need, So I, I said to look that's a at cafe.
1: that as He's asking to spend time with
2: right. me. Right, it's not,
0: versus, I need help carrying oh, no, this. No, it's, another... that's a, that, and they right. they say that's a bid for connection. Yeah, I understand, so that. I understand so, the meaning those behind cues yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. In different and ways. so when when partners able, are able to hear, like I think your sister and Sam are masterful at that in particular. They truly hear when each other's asking for something. It doesn't mean they don't have disagreements or, or go in different directions. I don't know DJ and Key well enough because I haven't spent enough time with them to see it though Mm -hmm. I do feel there's a deep admiration Mm -hmm. but they have a a series of things that they listen for and And observe and and then they observe and they see how how the couple interacts and um, they're just simply amazing so anyway related to this when Kath and I first started the podcast because we did it within four months of fucking dating because Kath didn't do a podcast and so, I said, "Well, all right, because I got the technology." We would ask each other questions at the end of the show, and sure. then we took two episodes off of asking them because we just forgot. And then we truly got five or six people, which is still a lot when we only have forty-five listeners at the time, saying, "How can you guys stop doing the questions?" Okay. So now we make it a habit of grabbing a list. The Gottmans truly have a um, an app. For couples, no matter what stage you're in, to try to, see, to to keep working on connection. That's the other thing they talk about. Okay. Always be working at getting to know one another and all that kind of stuff. So we spend then the last five minutes of every podcast asking our guests the same questions we ask each other.
2: All right. Let's okay, do what it. Say?
1: This is under the open-ended oh, okay. questions again. Do you like that question? Uh, there are some good ones. I like that question ones. a lot. Go they're, for. it. They're more introspective than necessarily relational, so to each other. Um,
0: well, no, like, no, no. They're designed for you, to, for me, for us to ask that question, which is introspective, so we get to know one another.
1: Correct. Okay. Correct. Um, what is one one way you would like to change?
2: One way I would like to change. Um, hmm.
1: Want me to answer my own first? Get the ball rolling? No, I got it. Okay. Um,
2: (laughs) okay. (laughs) Go for it. I'd like to be more open-minded, less stubborn. I struggle with being really hard-headed at times. Mm. Um, He gave
1: you a look, Dad.
2: (laughs) I know. I totally agree. His mother's the same way. (laughs) (laughs) No, but... uh, yeah. I, We're I, going to edit that last piece. Definitely out. want to get better at like letting stuff go and.
1: And may I scratch at that answer a little bit? Go ahead. Um, okay. What do you think is behind that in struggling to be or more open-minded? Is it like controlling the situation to manage the results, you know, or
2: I don't know. Um. No, I think sometimes it's arrogance. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's, um, Mm. I think a lot of it comes down to like me wanting to have my thoughts understood and heard Mm. so badly that I don't just let shit go. Yes. Um, my friend, my friends sometimes make fun of me and say like, every time we're arguing, every time like we'll get disagreements or arguments about like stuff relating to me, yeah they'll just like give up and be like oh no you're never wrong when at the end of the day like all i want to do is just like well no you guys are making fun of me and i'm trying to explain to you like what's behind it um and so i think i think sometimes i try too hard to just like have my intentions and have my thoughts come out rather than just accepting what happened yeah um and just letting it go
1: you want to be understood yeah. And it doesn't mean that someone has to agree with you, <laughs> but you want to be under, you want to be heard. You want to be
2: right. And sometimes, sometimes I press too hard to be understood. When, yeah. The other day, a lot of the times it doesn't matter. Right. Um,
1: Most of the time it doesn't matter. Anymore. Right. We
0: disagree with both of you. It always matters if it matters to you.
1: The, well, the, I mean, the issue
0: is no, this is what this is. Okay, a, this is what okay. he's saying is us.
1: Yeah, I agree That's because I'm laughing. a lot of what you just said, I think Those I've more or, less, last more or less uttered myself mm-hmm. because I have been uh, told and something we've talked about is how defensive I can get and I have found myself saying I just sometimes I don't know how to not sound defensive when I'm just trying to explain my perspective. Like I feel like like what you just said, I feel misunderstood. So I keep trying to explain, but it sounds like I'm being defensive, but I feel misunderstood. So how do I keep explaining?
0: And and I think that I feel and I know, and I've studied the difference is that it's, it's, I, we've talked about this The last podcast. was exactly like this. Mm -hmm. It's less of it. Totally understandable. to want to be heard and understood. It it starts to cross a line when it's, It's okay to have that dialectic, right? That you can feel one way and then there's this other thing happening at the same time.
2: Mm -hmm. right?
0: That seemed completely unrelated. And again, think of dialectic as my kid's going away to college and I'm really happy for them because I'm excited and I'm really going to miss them at the same time. That's one experience, right? It's going off to college and you could have two seemingly diametrically opposed emotions of things. And so when I hear you say... Because you you hinted a little bit about you said my ego my this right my right whatever. that's part of it for sure yeah so my feeling is if you're having a conversation with someone you can at least if you start with this which is not easy is use words like hey right now I feel this way but yeah. and I've always you've heard me say this seek to understand before being understood right try to find out where they're coming from right and it's not always easy to hear that hey in that moment you may have let me down or hurt me or for someone else and you may want to say this is again Seth Godin. <laughs> You may want to say that's not what I meant. And the best thing to say is say it.
1: That's not what I meant, but that's how you felt.
0: That's clearly what you heard. Clearly what mm-hmm. you heard. That's so, that's not let's what I meant, but that's this. clearly
1: what you heard. So, let's try and it, to fix this. It, it takes that's it down. Probably not what you would find yourself saying with your roommates and your buddies in the room.
0: <laughs> right. But you're so. But there's I, probably a different yeah, way of but saying But I've always that. felt, Sam, you are so emotionally intelligent. That those moments you're talking about, just moments where you're figuring things out, and it can feel like you're getting in your own way. But you've always been very emotionally intelligent, and people your age aren't often, right? So Mm -hmm. I think that's cool. I'm glad that you recognize that that's something you want to work on.
1: Well, and isn't that significant? The fact you have awareness—that's what I mean. That's what you want to work on. It's—I mean—that's where. Certainly not saying that we think you
0: should work on that. I just think if that's something you want to work on, it's awesome. Yeah, it's cool. And I can
1: relate. Mm -hmm. I can relate.
0: Okay, what's your answer? Cool beans. What would you like to change?
1: Um, I would just like to say ditto to Sam. (laughs) Um, (laughs) One thing I would like to change, honestly, I think I use different terminology, but I'm still working on my defensiveness to um, I don't want to go down – the road. I found that when I try to explain myself, it just wreaks havoc in the situation. So, just sort of being able to let some situations go.
0: Let people have the emotions they're having and let the silt settle down.
1: Yeah. Because you can't,
0: you can't change that. I mean, that's the hardest thing I had to learn six years ago when I went to Linda for all those years.
1: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. I
0: would if there's one thing I would change and you know this better than anybody right now mm-hmm. is uh, there. I have to learn even at 57 years old to be more patient because I'm getting super anxious with the business
1: mm-hmm. and wanting
0: everything to happen tomorrow and I want instant success right away and it feels at 57 that that's reasonable to feel that way does that make sense? because I'm running well, out of time
1: yeah yeah. not
0: that there's anything I don't do th- what are you doing?
2: Just trying to fix this. <laughs> there we go. I wanted We've, to sit a
0: little higher. We have a, we have eclipsed the boredom factor. <laughs> no, no,
2: no, no. I just I was getting annoyed with how yeah low I get this was it. Happening. So that's
0: that's what I would do because I know you sense it lately that we go into meetings. I'm like I just want to close deals. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, show and me, me to, the money. What's that? Show me the money. Yeah, exactly. I kind of like that right now. Like, and it's it makes means I'm pressing for stuff. But so. at
1: the same time, you have that little piece of paper in your wallet that says, I know patience, persistence, consistency, just keep showing up and it will,
0: it you will, know, this it was form of the, all the kids interviews we did. This was the most interesting for me. Mm -hmm. because there was the other ones we've done key was much more her experiences with managing our podcast it was very selfish for us and the and the other ones were couples so they had someone to lean on he sam didn't have anybody
1: no how did it feel painless virtually painless
2: fine i felt like i thought we were going to talk more about like relationships and stuff like we got in the last 10 minutes i didn't think it would just be kind of
1: yeah it was more about you
2: music and baseball It's more about you Do you want to talk
0: We can Look It's our fucking show We can Joe Rogan this shit
1: (laughs) We can
2: do Do you want to talk About relationships too Well yeah Wherever you guys want to talk
0: Jack and Kathy Shit Show <laughs> outro takes 652. You should start off laughing.
1: <laughs> you just listened to another episode of the Jack and Kathy Shit Show. Our senior producers are me. Hey, and me. This episode was produced,
0: engineered, and mixed by... The amazing Kihonar. Email your questions, comments, or interesting relationship stories to Show at gmail.com. That is Kathy. With a C.
1: Be sure to follow and like our Marvelous Shit Show on Instagram and TikTok at Jack and Kathy Shit Show. Apparently liking and following is a thing. It is? Yeah.
0: This episode was produced by Pint Productions 2022. Point! Point.